the fall crisp air, fresh brewed coffee, a spray tan, guilty by Gucci, and sex. These are a few of the favorite smells of my next fabulous creature, <laughs> MJ. Get ready for the real estate show that takes you across the barriers and into the danger zone. That bitch in real estate podcast with your host, Tenacious T. MJ. Oh, I'm so happy you're here. I was like, I need to lower my energy a little bit because you were all sexy, but then you threw in that. And I was like, okay, we're talking yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. Please so introduce yourself. I am MJ Mangus. Expressionist, artist, a podcast personality, uh, entrepreneur. Yes, and in my power coach, in my opinion, the ultimate divine oh, feminine. Thank you, ultimate so divine feminine. That. There is something so uniquely refreshing about you. Even when I first saw you years ago, you're, gosh, how long has it been? Like six? It's been a while. I, yeah, it's, I remembered the other day. I was like, when, when did we first meet? Yeah. I was stalking her a little bit on <laughs> Facebook. The presence Thanks that you have. Thanks for being honest about that. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I stalk her. Who doesn't these right. days? There was an essence about you I immediately picked up on, and an essence that I myself had forgotten. And it was being able to exude all of your passions that lie within in your exterior. And over the years, I've seen it evolve. I've seen it grow. And it's infectious. There's a freedom Mm -hmm. about you. And I want to know where it comes from. It really comes from being bold enough to step into your power, being who you authentically, truly are. Yeah. And... You didn't have an easy life. You haven't had an easy life. Mm-hmm. People think that I have, but not. <laughs> yeah, no, you haven't. I think you've probably experienced everything in the spectrum of abuse, neglect, <clears throat> the whole gambit. Can you take us back to a place where you decided that you were no longer going to put up with the abuses of the outside world and allow yourself to be who you are? You know, I've always felt different. Mm-hmm. I've always felt different. And I kind of also felt invisible. Mm-hmm. And when you feel invinc- uh, invisible, something about that made me feel invincible. And if nobody's really watching, it's kind of like being home naked in front of a mirror. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And from an early age, I just started... I had to pull from within. Yes. I knew that there was a light. I knew that there was something inside of me that I was tapping into that felt the safest. Yes. It didn't feel safe to me to reach out for other things. Although I have to try and, you know, we all go through things and experience stuff, but none of that stuff really was for me. But coming back to me each time, you know, it was always this pulling from a power or Mm -hmm. source or energy Mm -hmm. from inside of me that that I, I connected with. Yes. You are an extremely gifted human being in both, you. you know, the real world, <laughs> what we like to call reality, and you have an innate knowledge and understanding that I myself as a metaphysical student know is from past lives. It is something that carries in your DNA and helps shape who you are 
because I truly believe we're all here for a purpose. Absolutely. And those of us who did feel alone when we were younger, those of us who felt something pounding within, Mm -hmm. I believe it is those lessons of the past life coming up to tell us our purpose. For me, watching you gave me the strength to say it's okay, like I want to get a little teary-eyed, it's okay to be a sensual, graceful, mysterious woman who loves looking at her image. Jennifer Aniston once said that um, she always felt like she was the second most attractive woman in the room. And I thought, man, she's just really... But there was something about that. And I think that uh, I try and separate myself from my ego. Yes. Uh, this yes. is who I am when I, when I am me. This is me stepping into me. It's not me being something that I am not. Right. And I'm not saying right, that, right, right. Uh, that, you know, I like looking at myself because I like looking. I like looking at myself yes, yes. that that thing that comes from within mm-hmm. that beautiful beautiful mm-hmm. being to Not, love yourself it's self-love yes so i wanted to make sure that there was that anybody listening understood that because people that uh i've always had this thing where people judge me i'm the mm-hmm. first person that everybody yes. judges and yeah. they think that i'm fake they think that come from um money that everything's been handed to me that superficial whatever and and you i'm not work i am not for Everything you have. I work for everything, and I am very authentic and genuine. And so, um, when when it when we talk about looking at ourselves, I want to make sure that people know that there there's a difference. Mm -hmm. And I am huge on self love Um, as a power coach. When I am with my clients, uh, it's really all about self love. Yes. And when you can love yourself, that is where true authentic power comes Mm -hmm. from. Mm -hmm. We get away from that. We're so. We're so comfortable with loving or having the false sense of security of, of yeah. relationships and, and things around us that make us feel good. Yes. That absolutely uh, starve ourselves from ourselves. And I think that's what I recognized in you mm-hmm. those many years ago. Absolutely. You know, I was still struggling with the loss of my son. Yes. And there was something, you're, you're approachable to me. Not only approachable, but you're warm. And I myself have been coached by you. I've I've gone through some things in in my relationship and in my personal life. I'm mm, I that I could not. I really could not have gotten through some moments if it wasn't for you. So speaking of the power coach, that is the magic I'm talking about. Not only have you had to learn mm-hmm. self love on your own, mm-hmm. on your own, mm-hmm. but you've been able to envelop others mm-hmm. with that. And, and it just, there's something, it's channeling. I'm going to call mm-hmm, it channeling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When you connect to that person, you receive the messages that they need to hear. Mm-hmm. And you probably don't even remember, <laughs> maybe even after when you're, really, when you're really deep in it, but it's so valuable. Right. When I'm with somebody, I lose all sense of time, mm-hmm. date, everything. Yeah. So I'm with, when I'm with you, I'm, uh, we're in another place. And yes. I pull my power from my artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I went through about a year and a half of uh, therapy for myself after my mother died. I got to a point where I just had to, I was hurting. Yes. And our relationship wasn't so close that I was like, my mother. But it was, wow. Um, there was Still something your about it. Yeah. But there was something about it. And when I went into therapy, it was really facing myself mm-hmm. and and my ego my entire life. So we went from when I was a child, my earliest memory, to yes. uh, to date and as soon as I started therapy, as soon as I started, like, let's just talk about the real shit. Yes. Let's talk about the real me. Let's yeah. talk about what I knew and what I didn't know. Um, 
and where I was at. And as soon as I started doing that, I'd always been an artist, Mm -hmm. but my entire life was preparing me for that moment when I started facing myself from um, noticing that and accepting that I was an artist, I was different, pursuing my acting career to just things being around the camera. I didn't know ever since I was in sixth grade that I was being prepared for this moment when I faced yes. myself. Yes. And when I faced myself, all of this art, all the only thing that I could do was just get it out mm-hmm. of me. And all mm-hmm. of this stuff, green shots started coming to me. And it was like, it, they were different from any other creative visions that I've ever had. It was different. It was connected. And all I knew was to produce and to create yeah. this art. So that is where I feel the closest to God. That was where I was most authentic is the art. And this is where I pull my energy from. And from that, it goes out to the power coaching and to the podcast and the things yes, that, is that I do. Exactly. I, I harness that, but it comes from absolutely being your true authentic self. And what a lot of people don't realize is imagination, creativity is your God spark. Absolutely. It is your God spark. Mm -hmm. There is a reason why epic movies are epic Mm -hmm. and works of art and Mm -hmm. the things that move you, books, stories, Mm -hmm. pictures, Mm -hmm. it's because it's from God spark Mm -hmm. and it ignites it in other people. And when you use your voice and you're in that, again, I'm going to use my own experience, when you're in that channel with your client, it is a God spark. Mm-hmm. You, you're removing blocks that the other person, the crust of the other person, and releasing the truth that needs to come mm-hmm. out. I'm releasing their truth. Yes, their I'm truth. I'm reflecting their truth. I think it's that you trust me. Mm-hmm. You feel and know that you're in a sacred place, that yes. everything is confidential, and mm-hmm. you, we're connected, and you're safe. Yes. We, are not, we don't feel safe anymore we can't even go to our you know we we fear judgment yep and when you know that you're in an absolute place of connection and and we god when was the last time you felt safe you know even when we're about doing everything it is we love it's like deep down it's like when do we feel safe especially in this fucked up world right now you mentioned the movie yeah you know i've got to say my favorite part and I always say this is when they get up in the middle of the movie and they're like, they're not going to fucking take it anymore. They, they <laughs> fight, they pull for, su- it's that music. Yes. It's that moment. It's very subtle. Any big action. It's a still moment that the camera is right on their face and they, ch- something shifts in their yeah. mind. And if they're a good enough actor, you can feel what they're thinking. Yes. And the music helps too. Yes. But that's where you know that you know that you know yep. that they hit their mo- their moment that they're going to get up. They're it ignites go after. you exactly. So it doesn't really matter what the end of the movie is going to be. Yeah, we're there for that oh, moment, yeah. and that moment. I think we all love it because, but we've got to acknowledge it. It's not the end. Everybody's always focused on the end goal, mm-hmm. and they don't understand that. I heard a phrase recently: "Is we all." like to manifest. We all want to picture where we're going to be in five years, and we're supposed to visualize it. But there is something a little twisted about that, because if you're picturing exactly where you're going to be in five years, you're not allowing the flow to put you where you're supposed to be in five years. It's not a straight line. No. It's not A to B. No. It's like, yes. <laughs> you know, yes. it's a roller coaster ride. Yes. And, um, and sometimes you give up. 
and and that's what you're here for, <laughs> right? Because we we've got to understand that our desire, whatever our deepest desire is, we've got to pay attention to what it is that we're fearing or mm-hmm. or wanting, loving, feeling. What our deepest desire is, because that's manifesting. No yes. matter how much we can sit there and try and you know, uh, meditate and focus on something. If our deepest, deepest, deepest is a fear, that's what's manifesting. If we switch it and go, what is, and, and, or or check ourselves, check in with ourselves. I love to check in with myself. If it's what our deepest desire is, that's what's going to manifest. And you can't give up on that. No, you can't. You have got to understand that it's almost like a guided missile things are going to happen, but we can still tweak and and Mm -hmm. even fine tune where it is that, yeah. We want to land. We just have to be very conscious of what's going on around us because the universe is always working in our favor. Yes. It's all, I mean, yes. It be- Thank it, you. It, but, but it matters what you believe. Mm-hmm. Some people don't believe in the universe. True. Um, when I do coaching, I've got to ask, you know, what do you believe in? Some people don't even believe in God. So I have got to coach them from their f- truth. You yes. know, like if they're like, I don't believe it. So you can't say that the universe is. Right. So I believe for my life, uh, that the universe is always, and it's always going to be my message. As your highest and greatest good. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Jesus is one of your guides. Mm -hmm. Jesus is also one of mine. Jesus (laughs) Jesus is is the light, the Christ Mm -hmm. light. Mm -hmm. He has the the staff of light. I don't even want to say sword. Mm -hmm. He is a gentle, gentle soul who mastered exactly what you're talking about, who is able to sit for 40 days and 40 nights and work mm-hmm. through everything. When you can sit in a quiet room, like I did before you got here, mm-hmm. and nothing's going through your mind, that's because you've reached a place of calm. Mm-hmm. And that is, again, your specialty. When I asked you about your favorite animal, <laughs> m- mythical or otherwise, you do your chihuahua, of course, is the real life one. <laughs> you said magic carpet. Oh, perfect for you it's not an animal but but it's perfect for you because the the animal or the in this case a live object (laughs) that you choose (laughs) is also how you see yourself and you are you are a magic carpet you take people on a journey on a ride so that they can find their own Mm -hmm. end goal tell me the story of the magic carpet i mean that's that's interesting i i do feel like my life is um a magic carpet right and i do want people when they are near me that they or they're watching me that they feel like they're on a, yeah. a quick little magic carpet ride i think the defining moment for me when i experienced this was um i haven't really told too many people about this story but uh i was about 15 i was getting you know a, a little out of control yeah. i only wanted my father's love and uh, i went i left my mother and was living with my father and um got out of control like i said and uh, I was going to the Kiss concert, mm. and um, he said to me, "I'm going to take you shopping." And I was like, oh, "Yeah, Daddy is showing up, like Daddy, because he just kept on pushing. He didn't know what to do with the 14, 15 year old sure. girl. You know, I I didn't live with him. I don't think anyone life. really knows what to do with a <laughs> fourteen, fifteen year old. Oh my God, girl or boy. So true. <laughs> but um, he didn't." I, I just popped up in his world, you know? Yeah. So um, I just wanted, you know, I was 15 and I wanted to crawl on his lap. Mm-hmm. And because I'd wanted his love since I was a little girl yeah. and I never got it. And 
So when he said he was going to take me shopping, I was like, this is, this is it. He hears me. And uh, he sees me. And this is going to be awesome. And uh, we get in the car and we're driving. We're driving through the city and then we're driving out of the city. And I'm like, the mall's that way. Yeah. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> Where are we going? Daddy. <laughs> and, um, and then we started hitting a country road. And I still remember he had an El Camino and I still remember, you know, the shots the or whatever. And, the bounce. <laughs> and uh, he pulled over on the side of the road. We're in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And um, he says, get out. And I'm like, what? You know, I think he's joking. He's like, get out. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm trying yeah. to have like this nervous laughter. Like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, are you joking? And he reaches over and he pulls open the door and he pushes the door open and he says, get out. And he starts pushing me out the door. And I'm getting out. I'm like, what is yeah. happening right now? And you have no idea where you funny. are. I don't know where I'm at. I know is it dark? this is in um, you know, Toledo, Ohio. And no, but it was getting dark. It was yeah. probably like three or four in the afternoon, evening. And uh, I get out of the car and I and I look in and I, and I'm like waiting for him to crack a smile and he does it and he drives off MJ Mangus ladies and gentlemen oh but don't worry she'll be back in part two MJ and the famous question in the right place to move in the right place for you always stay up all night Watch the neon light 